1: All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guest illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Aranga.
2: Hello, and welcome to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and this program, Autism One, A Conversation of Hope, for Tuesday, December 2nd. I'm Terry Oranga and my guest is Susan Rex Ryan, author of the award winning book, Defend Your Life, Vitamin D3, a safe, easy, and inexpensive approach to improving quality of life. Welcome, Susan.
3: Thank you so much, Terry. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be on your show and I, and I love your, your caption, a conversation of hope, because I believe that vitamin D may offer hope for the Prevention and Treatment of Autism Spectrum Disorders.
2: Well, thank you, Susan, and I'm a big fan of vitamin D3, and let's start off with what you think autism is, just very briefly, and then we'll come back to it.
3: Sure, sure.
2: Um,
3: what I think autism is, uh, just very briefly, is that it's a group of complex brain disorders, that um, there's no cure for autism, and there's really no non known cause, just theories, for what the causes are of autism. And I also know that autism is really on the rise, that its numbers are escalating.
2: Well, um, my listeners, uh, I won't belabor this point. My listeners know that uh, I do know of uh, children who have recovered from autism and also that I know uh, of significant causation in the autism epidemic, but let's move on to how you got very interested in vitamin D. For example, um, do you have a particular interest in prevention or restoration in things like multiple sclerosis or other neurological conditions? Well, um, how I got
3: interested in vitamin D is because my, my own health crashed, if you will. I was only in my early 50s. I had just retired with my husband to sunny Las Vegas, looking forward to just a great retirement. And within a few months, my health just went way downhill. And um, I went to a doctor, got, of course, no, um, you know, (laughs) significant treatment whatsoever. I think uh, she offered Zoloft or something like that, something crazy like that. And I decided to take it upon myself to find out what was wrong, what I could do to improve my health and have a better quality of life. So I uh, started taking uh, medical classes. I was going to school with doctors, going to medical conferences, seminars, workshops, and really sat down and buckled down and learned uh, natural approaches to medicine. And of course, one of the topics that came up was vitamin D3. And I remember one doctor talking about how around the equator, there were virtually no cases of multiple cirrhosis. And I, I actually started crying (laughs) quietly to myself when I heard that, that there must be a strong connection between sunlight and our health. And so, um, and I, and I lost a dear cousin to MS. And um, if you've had a chance to read my book, uh, you would uh, be reading a very heartfelt chapter on multiple sclerosis and uh, vitamin D's association to that. I also uh, have another chapter on autism and many other uh, medical conditions uh, for which I think vitamin D has an association with. So... um, Long story short, uh, I found that vitamin D really improved my quality of life. My goodness, I had no—I had no um, energy to even do a load of laundry or anything for that matter. I, I barely could get out of bed, and all of a sudden, now I'm—I I'm, wrote a book, and I'm on radio, I'm on television, and I'm traveling, and I'm talking to people. And I'm helping people. So there, the, there's a long story to vitamin D, but the bottom line is I just firmly believe in vitamin D. And when I say D, I mean D3, and I know we'll talk about that. But there, it's just such a simple solution, I believe, for so many issues. And not enough
2: people know about it. Right. And, uh yeah, the media tries to downplay things that you call that are natural, and way back when, you know, medicine was natural. So, again, I'm a I'm a big fan of vitamin D3, and I give it to my very elderly mother, who just celebrated her 85th birthday, and I give it uh, to other family members as well, and myself when I'm feeling like I'm coming down with a cold, Uh so, we've talked about MS, which is a neurological condition, and we know that in autism, there are neurological issues, there are immunological issues, and that the nervous system and the immune system are indeed connected. So, let's talk some more about vitamin D, as you alluded to, when we said we're going to talk about the different types. Is it really a vitamin, and what are the different types of
3: vitamin D? There are technically five forms of vitamin D, uh, one through five. The only real vitamin D is vitamin D3, but before we get into that, Terry, I would like to say that it's not a vitamin. Uh, vitamin D is a hormone, and somewhere along the line, around 100 years ago, it was called a vitamin, but um, it, in reality, it is a hormone because it was designed for our bodies to perform endocrine and autocrine functions. In other words, uh say vitamin B, we're getting in from our diet. that's something we're taking into ourselves that um, our body doesn't make, but our body does make vitamin D three, so it is a hormone. And uh, back to the the only real vitamin D it's d three and Terry, I can't emphasize this enough. I think you know you know this, but for our listeners. I am very active, say in Facebook groups on a, on a daily basis, and uh, <clears throat> readers come in and they'll say, "Oh, I just got my vitamin D. I'm so proud. I know I'm low in it. I was tested, and I'm taking 50,000 international units a week, and I'm so happy. This is all going to be great." And I'm one of the people, along with with some other folks, who have to break the bad news that. Most vitamin D prescriptions are D2, and many studies have shown that D2 is not nearly as effective as D3. And so there's been a lot of head scratching on, well, why are doctors writing prescriptions for vitamin D2? And basically, what I tell people is doctors have been trained to write prescriptions, and they only have two to four hours. In medical school to even learn about nutrients. So uh, they just automatically write a prescription uh, for this D2. And so for our listeners out there, if, if you've just gotten a prescription, please make sure it's vitamin D3 and ask. I have personally been through this years ago when I wasn't feeling well. I got a prescription. I'm thinking, great, you know, this is just great. I only have to take a pill once a week and isn't this wonderful? And about, you know, not very long into it, I went, wait a minute, what really is this? And I called and found out, of course, it's D2. And they were like, oh, okay, so what? So I could go on about that. But it's an important point that that folks, please, make sure what you're taking is vitamin D3 or cholecalciferol is the medical name for that.
2: Also, uh, Sue, it's my understanding that vitamin D2 by prescription is not nearly as safe. I have a friend, a colleague, who actually had uh, adverse health effects from vitamin D2 from a prescription. I'm
3: not surprised because our bodies are not designed to process D2. So D3 is really the only bioavailable um form to take so i'm not surprised at all and i and i've heard that a number of people just have no effect so they get a prescription that that runs from eight to twelve weeks so that's up to three months that's three months wasted of their time their money and their health when they could have just gotten d d3 from over the counter for next to nothing of cost and have it absorbed and actually helping them
2: yeah, and, always, and of course, always make sure that your supplementation has been screened for any contaminants. So, uh, please tell us about vitamin D during pregnancy. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a, that's a
3: great topic. Uh, believe it or not, Terry, I have literally minutes before we went on the air, um, I have just written an article entitled Maternal, Maternal Vitamin D. Pregnancy and Beyond. <laughs> it just went out on the wire uh, probably about an hour ago. It's on the HormonesMatter.com website. Um, the CEO of Lucene Health uh, Services, uh, Dr. Chandler Mars, uh, discovered me a few years ago, and I've been uh, writing for her uh, ever since, and she's a great lady. And um, so anyhow, uh, a very detailed Vitamin D and pregnancy article just went out on the wire, but just just briefly, um, let's kind of go back to basics, Terry, on the female reproductive system. You asked about vitamin D and pregnancy. Every cell in the female re- reproductive system has a vitamin D receptor. Every cell, so therefore, there are receptors awaiting vitamin D3 so they can do their thing in terms of genetic expression, bone health for a uh, developing fetus, the list goes on. So when we don't have enough vitamin D in our bodies, those receptors are empty. They cannot do the jobs that they're supposed to do. So um, it is absolutely imperative that a pregnant woman take adequate vitamin D. And it, here's what really concerns me regarding vitamin D in pregnancy. Most women who are pregnant just take a prenatal vitamin and they think that's the blanket of health, that okay, great, they've taken their daily prenatal vitamin and they and their babies are will are healthy and will be healthy. And that's such a misunderstanding. Vitamin D in a prenatal vitamin typically is 400 to 600 international units per pill. That is only enough vitamin D uh, to um, prevent wreckage. So um, I hear the music in the background. I'm not sure if we're running out of time here or, or what until the next commercial.
2: Well, we're going to take a brief break here at the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you for asking, and uh, Sue, let's pick up with that thought that you were expressing about uh, the amount of vitamin D and prenatal vitamins and that only being enough to prevent rickets. Uh, we will be right back here at the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel with Susan Rex Ryan, author of the award-winning book, Defend Your Life, Vitamin D3, A Safe, Easy, and Inexpensive Approach to Improving Quality of Life. We'll be right back. Mm.
4: listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you had your CBD today? CBD or cannabidiol is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. Hemp Meds is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. HempMeds offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars, grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with HempMets are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from HempMets. The only question we have for you is, have you had your CBD today?
0: By making some important changes in your life, you can move forward from where you are to where you wish to be. It is becoming the change you want to see. It can be a sort of experiment, if you will. On Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time, your host, Dr. Serena Wadwa, will introduce you to ideas that can help improve your health, relationships, and finances. You probably have at least one part of your life that needs improving. Make an appointment now to join us every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. No matter what stage of life you're in, it's not too late to start thinking about and improving your overall health. Listen for Spread Your Wings and Fly into Health with host Jennifer Tolo. Our show is all about topics that adults, teens, and communities can relate to. Our guest experts will talk about nutrition, fitness, stress management, health care, and disease management. We'll answer your questions, too. Spread your wings and fly into health. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Looking for exciting video
4: content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv
1: for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else.
4: That's voiceamerica.tv.
1: Tune in now. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry
2: we're back with Susan Rex Ryan, author of the award-winning book, Defend Your Life, Vitamin D3, A Safe, Easy, and Inexpensive Approach to Improving Quality of Life. Sue, what's your website address? It's
3: SmileAndSuePubs.com. That's S-M-I-L-I-N as in Nancy, Sue, S-U-E, Pubs, P-U-B-S.com, Smileandsuepubs.
2: Okay, thank you for letting us know about that. And you were talking before the break about vitamin D during pregnancy. You said that the amount in a prenatal vitamin is only really enough to prevent rickets and it's not adequate for what you need during pregnancy. Can you elaborate upon that? Sure, sure. It, it just, it, um, I feel that most
3: pregnant women are under a false sense of, of uh, security regarding their health because of the way. Prenatal vitamins are encouraged, and they think that that's enough. A prenatal vitamin is fine, but I would recommend that pregnant women take then a vitamin D3 supplement along with their prenatal vitamin, as well as, uh, you know, cofactors of, of vitamin D. Uh, for example, magnesium and vitamin K2. Um, basically, um, my article reviews. The most recent research, and it's all 2014 research, uh, supporting the positive effects of vitamin D on expectant moms and their babies. And I include supplementation guidelines for uh, for pregnancy. Um, it's rather a lengthy article, and I'm just kind of going through it um, in terms of uh, what specifically you might be interested in.
2: Well, thank you. Uh, actually, uh, I'm noticing that on the Internet, uh, Leslie Carol Bosa, who introduced us, has posted the HormonesMatter.com link to maternal vitamin D pregnancy and beyond. Excellent. So, yeah, so listeners can find that at HormonesMatter.com. They can also look you up at Smilin, S-M-I-L-I-N, Sue, pubs plural, Dot .com I hope I got that right. Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, again, so I'm a big fan of vitamin D3 in general and uh one of the uh only things that I appreciate that mainstream medicine uh did right by me during pregnancy was uh, advised not to get a flu shot during pregnancy. Uh, and again when i 'm feeling the uh, a cold coming on, I just reach for the vitamin D three so pregnancy is a really important time and vitamin D three I understand from dr. joseph Cannell, i, I think he 's of the vitamin D council it, vitamin d three is very safe
3: it is it is and uh, and that 's that's the whole thing i mean and why why I am so in passion vitamin D three is safe it 's effective and it's inexpensive <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it's like hello i mean that's how i felt when i learned about it i was like are you kidding me and when you think about basics wh- when we were born any of us whether it's now or thousands of years ago we all had one thing in common and that is the sun and maybe that's a good segue um uh, Terry, into uh, getting into the sources of vitamin D. How do we get it?
2: Well, Sue, so I think we have to be careful here because if you say that the sun and sunlight are beneficial, then the FDA is probably going to send the sun a letter. So uh, we're <laughs> going to have to be careful that <laughs> there. But what is the difference between vitamin D from the sun and vitamin D from supplementation? That's, that's a great question.
3: Really, the bottom line, the end result is there's no difference. The process, the initial process is different, if you like me to explain that. But whether we get vitamin D from the sun, and when I say from the sun, it's from ultraviolet B rays. There are two other types of ultraviolet spectrums, and it's really the ultraviolet B rays, um, And moderate sunlight is fine, Uh, and what I mean by that is about 20 minutes into the sun. However, there are so many factors that deny us of getting vitamin D from the sun, even if we're out in the quote-unquote sun, that it turns out in reality supplementation, at least in my opinion, is really the most effective way of getting the vitamin D that you need. Uh, There's also some vitamin D in food, uh, primarily wild-caught fatty fish, and one would need to eat about six pounds a day of that, (laughs) which I think in most of our diets, that would be kind of difficult to do. Um, Yes, there's some vitamin D in eggs and tuna and so forth, but you'd have to have have so much of it to even make an impact on a daily basis, and it's just not realistic.
2: Right. Um, And then... There's all those concerns about, you know, getting a safe enough fish that's not been affected by mercury or by, or by Fukushima or things like that. Exactly. Exactly. It
3: just, and, and we have just, uh, our modern lifestyles have just, well, just caused all this. And it, it's um, it's really a shame that it's come down to that. But, yeah. Yeah. And then also be careful of vitamin D-fortified foods. Um, you, you'll see everywhere, oh, this has vitamin D. People automatically think, oh, well, I drink milk. I'm getting my vitamin D. Well, you may not really be getting your vitamin D because most uh, cattle now don't even, they're not even outside to be making any natural vitamin D. So they're not really, vitamin D, I don't see it naturally in most cow's milk or most milk because the animals are not getting the ultraviolet B rays to even make the vitamin D. And also in in food fortification, for a long time there, I would go around, I'd go in stores and check the labels, and it was vitamin D too. Would they tell you that? Of course they wouldn't tell you that. They'd Mm. just say vitamin D. But I saw the chemical name there, ergocalciferol, in tiny little font, that that was what, what is in there. So, again, people think, oh, well, of course I'm getting my vitamin D. I'm drinking milk. Oh, I'm drinking this power drink, and it has vitamin D in it, et cetera, and they're not getting the vitamin D. So, so
2: the, the have, suboptimal I, one is called ergo-calciferol, and what's the good one, vitamin D3, called? Coal-calciferol. Very good. Well, before we... Go to the next break, Sue. So let's start back uh, talking about autism. What kind of demographic data attests to vitamin D being a factor in autism?
3: Well, there are, there are some good epidemiological studies um, suggesting uh, that there there is an association. Um, for example, here here's one uh, one example is that children who are born in the winter in early spring are more likely to develop autism. Uh, That's just one theory out there. But sort of the bottom line, the way I see this in terms of um, these studies, is the closer that one lives to the equator, the less risk of autism. So, again, you have that direct correlation between where we live and sunlight,
2: all right. And then, you know, we know that in the Somali community in the United States, mm-hmm. uh, one of the representatives from the Somali community, though I, I think they were Kenyan, um, was saying they didn't even have a word for it in back where they were from. They didn't even have a word for autism. So tell us, please, Sue, About the immune system, what is the role of calcitriol upon things like inflammatory cytokines and how are immune irregularities between autism and vitamin D deficiency similar?
3: Okay. Um, Something, if if I may, Terry, um, may I just review vitamin D's mechanisms of action and then see how that correlates to the underlying physiological issues in, in autism? Sure. Do you want to start that after a break? Um, are we close to a break right now? or? Yeah, we're close. Okay. Um, because okay. I thought that would be a good idea to compare okay. uh, vitamin D's mechanism of actions and then, well, what are the physiological issues in okay. an autism diagnostic label? And I think our audience will be very interested to see that there are there definitely
2: is an overlap yeah, I like how you said label, because autism, the word is just a label, and that's so important to know. Yes. We're going to take a brief break here at the Voice America Health & Wellness channel, and we will be right back with Susan Rex Ryan.
0: Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: Have you had your CBD today? CBD or cannabidiol is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. Hemp Meds is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. Hemp Meds offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with HempMets are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from HempMets. The only question we have for you is... Have you had your CBD today? Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health
0: and Wellness.
1: Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry
2: We're back with Susan Rex Ryan, author of the award-winning book, Defend Your Life, Vitamin D3, A Safe, Easy, and Inexpensive Approach to Improving Quality of Life. You can find Sue at Smilin, S-M-I-L-I-N, SmilinSuePubs.com. And before the break, Sue, you wanted to talk about physiological mechanisms in autism. And now you can. Okay. Okay, thanks. Uh, What I'd like to start off with, Terry,
3: is just kind of lift the mechanisms of action for vitamin D3. And, you know, just quickly do that, and then we'll go into the um, physiological issues in an autism diagnostic label. So when we're looking at vitamin D3, here are some of its mechanisms of action. Vitamin D3 regulates gene expression. Vitamin D3 reduces inflammation. Vitamin D3 inhibits autoimmune. Actions And vitamin D3 reduces oxidative stress. And also, this is really re- related to cancer, its role in natural cell death, cell differentiation, and cell proliferation. So I'd like to mention that vitamin D is epigenetic. It controls DNA expression by turning genes on and off. So that's just a real quick review of vitamin D's mechanisms of action. And I think you and our listeners, a number of these mechanisms of, of action correlate to these underlying physiological issues in an autism diagnostic label.
2: Absolutely. And I like how you say autism diagnostic label, so I say that all the time. So to summarize, what you said is that vitamin D downregulates gene expression, such as uh, DNA expression, it's epigenetic, it downregulates inflammation, downregulates autoimmune effects, and downregulates oxidative stress. Exactly right,
3: exactly. So now let's look at these underlying physiological issues in an autism diagnostic label. One, immune dysregulation. So what what can vitamin D do here? And again, briefly, because, you know, we, we don't have tons of time. Vitamin D3 inhibits autoimmune reactions. And here again, we get into the vitamin D receptors. It all comes back to the receptors because each immune cell, and as we know, there are many different types of immune cells, each and every one contains a vitamin D receptor. In other words, there's a receptor there, waiting to receive activated vitamin D so it can do its thing to protect us from autoimmunity. So that's one one commonality. Another one, inflammation, that an autism diagnostic label um, is, you know, one of the physiological issues of that is inflammation. Vitamin D3 is a wonderful anti-inflammatory it inhibits the synthesis and biological actions of pro-inflammatory prostaglandins, which are un- unsaturated fatty acids that are typically elevated in autistic persons. Would, would you would you agree with that, Terry, about uh, the uh, prostaglandins, um, how they're found um, in an elevated state, and in, in those with an autism diagnostic label?
2: Immune dysregulation and inflammation are key issues in the autism diagnostic label. So there are key underlying physiological issues. Um, What I'm most fascinated by and what you're saying is that each immune cell has a vitamin D receptor, and if it's not supplied with that vitamin D, it's not going to be able to do its job. That's exactly it. That is exactly it.
3: Thank you, Terry. We have vitamin D receptors from head to toe. (laughs) There are trillions of them. And that alone says to me, if the human body was designed for and is built with these receptors and all these cells, including every immune cell, there's a reason for it. And those receptors are sitting there, in many cases, empty. They're not fulfilled, and therefore they cannot do their jobs. So um you know back to um you know we we talked about um, that vitamin D reduces oxidative stress well of course oxidative stress is one of those underlying physiological issues that we're talking about and how vitamin D does that is it stimulates production of the antioxidant glutathione so that's another role um with vitamin D that you know is is directly correlated to um these underlying physiological issues. I'd also like to mention, Terry, that vitamin D crosses the blood brain, blood-brain barrier, and I think that's very important. And it's very important for our listeners to know that the brain cells, they, you know, I talked about cells, it's virtually all cells, but it's so important to know that the brain cells are absolutely abundant with vitamin D receptors. So every brain cell contains a vitamin D receptor.
2: Okay, so I'm going to give a summary here. You talked about immune dysregulation and how vitamin D inhibits autoimmune reactions because each immune cell has a vitamin D receptor, and you just said that each uh, the brain cells are abundant with vitamin D receptors. You said that um, ASD is related to inflammation, and vitamin D is an anti-inflammatory that inhibits pro-inflammatory prostaglandins, and this all helps with oxidative stress because vitamin D stimulates production of the body's major antioxidant, glutathione, that we hear so much about in autism. And vitamin D also crosses the blood-brain barrier, where brain cells are replete with vitamin D receptors.
3: Yeah, Beautifully done. Yes, that, that's
2: it. All right. Well, I think listeners have a picture now of why vitamin D, vitamin D3, would be so important in autism. Always consult with your loved one's treating physician who's experienced with lab testing and up-to-date on issues, physiological issues underlying an autism diagnosis, uh, always look to the practitioner for guidance. And uh, you can test and you can easily supplement with a high-quality vitamin D3 supplement that's been screened for contaminants. So, Sue, thank you so much for providing this very good summary uh with regard to autism and vitamin D. How do you relate vitamin D to other things? I know you've mentioned cancer previously in this conversation, but there's cardiovascular disease and even dental health.
3: Yeah, I'm impressed uh, uh, that you mentioned dental health. And I actually have a chapter in my book about dental health. And probably a lot of people are thinking, what? Um, But you may also know that Your dental health, it tends to be indicative of your overall general health. So, um, yes, once again, vitamin D affects our dental health, cardiovascular disease, thyroid disorders, um, I mentioned multiple cirrhosis, cancer. Uh, In terms of cancer, um, there are really three types of cancer that there is the most evidence uh, about the vitamin D's um, association and that is uh, breast cancer, colorectal cancer, and prostate cancer. And, um, you know, the, the the list of potential benefits go on. And why do they go on? Why are we going from dental to cardiological to uh, neurological, et cetera? That is it comes down to the vitamin D receptors. They are virtually in every cell in our bodies. So the various functions, all the different systems that the human body has cannot work properly without vitamin D.
2: Right, and, you know, you mentioned breast cancer, and that's so important to women's health. Uh, Leslie Carol Bosa is going to be joining us along with Cicely Everson over at the Autism One 2015 conference, and we need to um, integrate, we can integrate these topics into the Moms Health Track uh, at Autism One. But uh, moms, this is important for you. So vitamin D3, um, before we go to break, Sue, so what else is vitamin D supplementation essential for, like arthritis, diabetes, thyroid disease?
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, you, you, you just, yeah, uh, you just named them. Uh, specifically rheumatoid arthritis, and diabetes, both type one and type two diabetes mellitus, there there is uh, supporting evidence on uh, preventing and treating those diseases, as well as thyroid disease. I've written quite a bit about thyroid. I think mainly on um, those um, posts are on HormonesMatter dot com. The list just it goes on. I, as somebody was asking me the other day about muscular dystrophy, MD. And um, I did a little bit of research into it, and of course, lo and behold, there's a connection uh, with muscular dy- dystrophy. So the list really goes on and on. And I, but I'm pleased that today we're having an opportunity to talk about moms, as you said, Terry, because this moms are, it represent the beginning of life, and if the mom isn't healthy. Chances are the child's going to have some some uh, health issues. So it really begins, I think it begins prior to conception. And uh, last month I wrote an article, I, again, um, it's posted on HormonesMatter.com about vitamin D's role in male and female fertility. And it's just amazing. It's just amazing when you delve into that, how much vitamin D can affect Fertility. So again, we have people spending millions of dollars. They're heartbroken. They're trying to get pregnant. They're looking at all these, um, you know, drugs, artificial techniques, a lot of emotions involved. And again, I think it comes down to if both biological parents have adequate vitamin D levels in their cells, they have a much better chance of conceiving. And not only conceiving, but conceiving a healthy baby.
2: Yep. Conceiving, well, you know, um, I'm not sure if you've heard of Brighton Baby and the 1 and 2 program, but uh, Dr. Roy Dittman and Allison Witherspoon would ask the question, if you're having trouble conceiving, you should be asking, you know, why is my body having trouble conceiving? That's pretty fundamental, foundational, important to know. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Well, um, we're going to give a shout-out here for a moment to Leslie Carol Bosa and her website, holyhormones.com, spelled just like it sounds. And we're going to take a brief break here at the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. We'll be right back with Susan Rex Ryan. Stay tuned.
0: You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you or someone you love struggle with Alzheimer's disease or some other disorder? Many times, there is not an adequate support forum where you can learn from and discuss topics from top guest experts. Tune in to Neuromatters, the brink of Alzheimer's with Dr. Sam Brinkman. Although thought of as a disease that affects only older individuals, increasingly symptoms are being found in people who are in their 40s and 50s. Get the answers. Neuromatters airs live Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Health &
4: Wellness. Have you had your CBD today? CBD, or cannabidiol, is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. HempMets is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. HempMets offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with HempMets are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from HempMets. The only question we have for you is...
2: I'm here with Susan Rex Ryan, author of the award-winning book *Defend Your Life: Vitamin D3, A Safe, Easy, and Inexpensive Approach to Improving Quality of Life*. You can find Sue at Smilin' S M I L I N Smilin' Sue Pubs dot com. And we're answering the question: When in the world did anybody think it was a good idea to simply spray vitamins on your breakfast cereal and think that was enough? So, <laughs> uh, Sue. But seriously, Sue. I want to talk about our senior citizens for a moment. Is supplement, How essential do you feel supplementation, especially vitamin D3 supplementation, is for our senior citizens?
3: Oh, my goodness. Uh, very, very important. And, and that, that reminds me of a point to make. Vitamin D is important throughout our lives in any stages. You know, I just talked about conception, pregnancy, um, early char- child life, teenagers, adults all the way, to i 'm sorry it doesn 't matter how old you are, I think we need vitamin D and studies have shown that the older we get the more difficult more difficulty that we have to um, you know produce vitamin D the same with lots of other hormones we see exactly the same thing and um, i 'll just be blunt about it we we were meant to procreate and quite frankly die so it 's a very Blunt way, I've heard Suzanne Summers say that, and it kind of takes people um, by surprise. But we were meant to die basically in our in our 40s, and by modern lifestyles have helped us in that we are living much longer. And vitamin D is absolutely essential to senior folks. There are many studies that indicate that vitamin D absolutely prevents uh, the risk of falling, it prevents hip fractures, bone fractures. There's just uh, so much there. So it doesn't matter how old we are. We need that vitamin D3.
2: I am so glad you brought up about it preventing falling and hip fractures and bone fractures. And again, you know, we hear that in Italy, many seniors have have died from from flu shots and folks just instead just grab that bottle of vitamin D3 to stay healthy during cold and flu season to support your health. So, um, well, Sue, what websites do you suggest we should be looking at for more information on the role of vitamin D and don't forget to tell listeners where they can obtain your book.
3: Okay. Well, we, we, we've talked about um, a number of websites um, uh, Smile and Sue Pubs. I have that's where my blog is. That's where um, you can find any any of my articles, and also uh, HormonesMatter.com. They're just both full of detailed information on vitamin D's benefits. And as I said, this pregnancy article uh, just came out, and uh, I just I just remembered something. If I may, Terry, that um, I was talking to Jane Fonda not long ago about these issues, and she recently wrote a book about adolescent reproductive health, and I asked her about vitamin D, and she just looked at me, and she said, well, I take vitamin D, but I don't, you know, is it D3? I don't know, and I asked her, I said, what role has that played in adolescent reproductive health, and she didn't know. So uh, she has my book now. And um, I mean, this just gives you an example for for those who don't know, Jane Fonda is a lot more than an actress. And we think of her as an, uh, a protester and that kind of thing. She has invested millions and millions of dollars in adolescent reproductive health, specifically at Emory University. And here's someone like Jane, very intelligent woman who did not know about vitamin D and vitamin D in pregnancy. So I just I just throw that out that that's kind of like a wow, I think. Uh, that means a lot of people don't know about vitamin D. So we're uh, back to websites. Um, I also highly recommend the Vitamin D Council's website, and that's uh, John J. Cannell, MD, is the founder of Vitamin D Council, a highly respected nonprofit organization. So their website is vitamindcouncil.org org, And he has a lot of wonderful information on his website as well. So those are the three that I can think of that are concentrated with uh, vitamin D articles. Of course, I always encourage people to do their own research. Just Google it. You would just be amazed how much information is out there on vitamin D3. But what my book does is it pulls it all together. And I have cited evidence, evidence in terms of uh, scientific evidence that supports vitamin D's benefits. I'm not saying it's, it's 100% evidence because we know how <laughs> these medical trials and studies can go. But I have pulled it all together into one nice, neat book. And, Terry, you asked how people can find the book. They can find it simply by googling me, Susan Rex Ryan. That's Susan R E X Ryan, and that will come up. But the best place to get my book is on Amazon.com. I have the book in uh, it's both in a paperback and an ebook format. Um, you can get it literally any, anywhere in the world. I have a lot of distributors uh, worldwide, so no matter what country you live in. You should be able to get the book. And I heard from a number of people yesterday, Terry, from the U.K., that were very excited about this show and said they would be uh, listening and asked what time um, this show would be on in the U.K. So, And I, I see that my book is, is selling literally around the world, so there's a lot of interest in it.
2: That's wonderful. And your story about Jane Fonda just shows – how one person can make such a positive difference in the world, such as Sue Rex Ryan informing Jane Fonda about the vitamin D3 and reproductive health. So Sue, thank you for that. And you're going to be tomorrow on Holy Hormones, honey! <laughs> I sure am! <laughs> Tell us about that. Where can people find you tomorrow?
3: Well, uh, I will be interviewed by the absolutely fabulous Leslie Carol Botha, uh, who I know you, you know well. And Leslie is a great lady who is in passion with getting the word out, again, on natural approaches to health, kind of going back and saying, okay, why are we having these problems and what can we do about them? And her, um, I, I won't misquote her website because I'm not exactly sure um, you can Probably by Googling my name you can come up with it or Leslie Carol Botha. Um, if you are on Facebook or Twitter, I will be heavily, you know, sending that information around. But um, Leslie and I are going to be talking all about vitamin D, kind of the basics, getting getting into it more, uh, just very basics on supplementation and how do you do this and how do you do that.
2: Very good. So listeners, tune in to that tomorrow as well. And Sue, thanks for joining us today and informing us about these uh, these fascinating matters.
3: It's my pleasure, Terry. Thank you very much for inviting me. And I just want to say that I am dedicated to the promotion of vitamin D awareness. I, I truly am. I live and breathe it. And I hope that today's conversation of hope will help many parents and their children.
2: Well, thank you, Sue. We certainly uh, would like all these children and families to be helped as well. And also to that end, registration is open for the Autism One Focus Autism 2015 conference being held May 20th through 24th in Chicago. There's an international speaking roster and exciting keynote presentations, five days of wonderful sessions and speakers, and registration is only $39 on pre-holiday special through New Year's Eve, so please register at www.autismone.org, and thank you for tuning in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
1: Thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit autismone.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga.